Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on the old Twitter there at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And more importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We're here to give you your picks and bets for the Week 11 action. You can check me out on Twitter at BDentric. And my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Uh, Looking forward to Week 11 here. Uh, Ready to put Week 10 behind us. It is over with. It is done with. Look, we can't keep saying every week is weird. Right. Because every week has been weird. And uh, looking specifically last week, it, it was a huge fade the public week. So we know Vegas made all kinds of money, yep. but uh, we're we're going to be better than Vegas this week. So let's go, Bob. Right. Yep. Break it down. Beat the bookie. Here we go. That's how it's going to go uh, time and time again. It's been a fun season, fun season to say the least, but a wild, wacky one as well and let's just get at it week 11 is only two teams on by this week the broncos and the rams so we got 30 teams and actually got 15 games for y'all to break down we'll start off with thursday night football new england patriots go into a hot land to face the falcons new england minus seven over under 47 and as of now cordero patterson's a game time decision yeah and uh this one seems like an easy pick but Thursday night football has been anything but easy. We saw last week Miami going and upset uh, Baltimore. So just on that thought process, what is the way Atlanta beats New England here? I don't see any way. Lock the doors on the bus? I guess. So so that's really the thing. Like, uh, you know, you didn't see – I, I didn't see any way that Miami was going to beat Baltimore. So maybe this is one of those things as well. But the way that Atlanta is so banged up right now, they're so beat up. They don't have good players on the back end in, in the the defense here. I just don't see a way that that happens. Could they play it close? They could. They're at home, which is always a huge thing in the NFL. But I just think that the Patriots, we saw the way Mac Jones was clicking and humming. That offense was good with Ramondre Stevenson in there. Uh, Damian Harris, another guy that's a game-time decision. Looks like he could play, though, since he was practicing on Wednesday. Um, I, I got to go with the Patriots and lay the points here. And I'm also going to take the under just because I don't, I don't expect New England to go crazy on scoring. And I also expect them to hold Atlanta scoring. So I'm going to go with the Patriots and the under in this game. Yeah, the way the Patriots have scored the last few weeks, though, they've held their opponents to next to nothing and still gotten the over, which has been right. pretty crazy to see. And Atlanta's offense, as we saw, our defense, as we saw last week, got smoked and didn't score any points and still got the over. Um, this is a tough one. I'm with you. Like, part of me wants to take the Falcons seven points at home on a Thursday. Just because, um, honestly, after the last couple of weeks, yeah. you just want to go to contrarian of what your brain thinks. And, like, I still respect Matt Ryan a lot. I know he's a shell of his, his, his like, former self, but he's still very talented. It's the weapons around him that's in question. Uh, if Cordell Patterson's out, that's tremendous. Like, I know it sounds simple, but it's, like, really, really bad. Um, man, I'm going to take New England as well, but it, I don't feel good about it at all. I don't feel good about taking New England, but I'm taking New England. But I'm going to take the over in this one. I think there's a potential garbage time touchdown or two for Atlanta. And I think New England scores 30-plus points on their own. So I'm going to take the over. So give me New England and the over, and hopefully it's a somewhat entertaining Thursday night football game. Baltimore 
at Chicago as we head in to the Sunday action. Baltimore minus six on this one and uh, over under a 45. Justin Fields coming off a of bye week, Bogman. I, I'm taking the Bears. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Bears in this. And it's not because of what we saw from Baltimore last week. You, you would expect they're going to make adjustments. I did like all the memes, of course, about uh, the Ravens really got beat by this play. And it was the nickel blitz, you know, on yeah. Madden. So, uh, which is true. Javon Holland was in that backfield. I think they had like 40 defensive back blitzes in that game or something. It was absurd. Um, you expect Chicago to run some of that, but it's not. Uh, is for me, it's more about this offense and seeing what Justin Fields did against Pittsburgh, specifically in the second half, how he's throwing the deep ball way, way better now. Uh, and, you know, taking a little bit of zip off of his uh, short routes because it seemed like he was, uh, you know, kind of only had a fastball. There wasn't a lot of touch early in the season, but I think working with those receivers more is uh, developing him. They have David Montgomery back fully healthy now. So I just think this is a different team right now than it was a couple weeks ago. Baltimore as well is a different team and they're beat up. Latavius Murray might come back, but they've had a ton of injuries on the defensive side, uh, specifically linebacker Patrick Queen played better, but Patrick Queen is only in for 50% of the snaps right now. So it's Josh Bynes. Uh, he's the guy that's rolling with them. So I'm going to take Chicago. Um, I think because I'm more confident in the offensive side here, I'm going to go with the over as well. So give me the bears and the over in this game. Yeah, we're on the same page here. I like Chicago quite a bit after this one. I've been, I take them the last few weeks. I think they keep it competitive and I think they have a chance to win this game outright. Hopefully they take the next step with fields. Maybe a bye week helped them realize let's get Allen Robinson, the darn football. That'd be awesome too. We'll see how that plays out, but at least they have another week to keep scheming for fields, which has been great. And for that reason, I think there'll be points on both sides. Uh, I still like this Ravens offense. I think it's a sneaky, sneaky DFS game. We break, break that down for you later this week. But give me Chicago. Give me the over in this one. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee minus 10 over under 44 and a half. This, uh, this is going to be a fun one, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, this one, uh, you know, a lot of people are just flat taking Tennessee. It's uh, overwhelming. Tennessee and the over as far as the public money goes right now. I, I'm going to be contrarian to at least one of these. I'll take the over, but I'm going to take the Texans as well. Coming off a of bye week, you get Tyrod that extra practice time. Tennessee is kind of doing it with smoke and mirrors right now. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They're a very good team. Eight and two, right? You beat the teams in front of you. That's what they're asked. They're going to win this game too. But I don't know that this is an absolute beat down. Like uh, some people think this is the best team in the AFC versus the worst team in the league. I understand that, but the AFC is not very good as a whole. And we've seen weirder things happen. Jacksonville beat Buffalo this year. Remember that um, the jets beat this Titans team. So I don't think that's going to happen, but I do expect it to play a little bit closer. And I just hate laying double digits this year. It seems like a surefire way to lose a bet. So uh, give me Houston and give me the over. I'm going to take Houston as well, and I think Tennessee wins, and I believe Tennessee is the, one of the best, if uh, if not the best team in the AFC right now. But I think it's like a letdown week potentially because they've had such a tough schedule so far. It's kind of, one of like, let's breathe for a second, and then, oh, crap, let's let's win this game. So uh, give me give me Houston to cover the 10, and I'm going to take the over as well because I do think Houston puts up a, a, at least you know 17-ish points, which allows for this to kind of – we got to take it more actually to get the over. But I think, I think it's a Houston and the over to say the least. New Orleans at Philadelphia. Philadelphia coming off a big win in Denver. New Orleans still trying to figure it out, but they might have Alvin Kamara back, which is great. Philadelphia minus one and a half over under 43. 
I'm going to take New Orleans in this game straight up, regardless of Camara's uh, availability. I just think this defense is going to be able to smash Philly. Philly is a bit one-dimensional. I think they're going to be playing from behind and making Jalen Hurts pass, which is good in terms of DFS and fantasy for Hurts and Devontae Smith, maybe even Dallas Goddard, and another side piece on the offense, whoever that would be. I don't know how you'd pick through these stupid running backs in Philly right now. It's unbelievably frustrating, but I think because of that, I'm going to take New Orleans. Trevor Simeon also getting a little more um, comfortable back there. You know, Taysom Hill uh, will get some run, but, you know, the is Taysom Hill going to get this job? I think that's over with. So I think this is Trevor Simeon's team to run with, and um, I got the the Saints. Um, ugh, 43 is a really good number here. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the over. I, I think that uh, New Orleans can score. Let's let's say this game is 27-20, 24-20, something like that. Um, that gets you the over in this game. So give me New Orleans in the over. I'm going to go with Philadelphia, and it's not because I love Philadelphia. I don't really like either team, to be honest. I like what I've seen out of Philadelphia the last couple of weeks, and that's getting Devontae Smith involved. And if they can continue to do that, I think they'll have a chance this game. Yes, I respect New Orleans' defense. I think it's good. But let's get Devontae Smith some more action and see if Goddard can show up this week. I like Philadelphia to get this one at home, and I will take the under in this game. I think it's going to be kind of an ugly game, a slow pace game, and uh, maybe Philly gets Jordan Howard way too many carries as well. So maybe Philadelphia can give me the under. Miami at the New York Jets, led by one and only Joe Flacco. Miami minus three, over under 44 and a half, and I hate how confident I am in this week because it never ends well. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, just – Looking against the 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 spread here, uh, Miami's not that great, right? They're under 500. But the Jets, even though they played uh, well a couple weeks with, um, you know, formerly uh, Magic Mike White, now just Mike White. He's bench Mike White now. Uh, the Jets are two and seven against the spread. It's not like they're a good team on it's any their, level. Their two wins too. That's their two wins. Yeah, it, it's it's just it, you know, uh, Miami uh, got extra rest here. They also are not employing Joe Flacco, so I'm going to take them to win this game outright, obviously, beat the spread, and I'll take the over. I think Miami puts up most of these points against a dreadful Jets uh, secondary, so give me your Dolphins and give me the over. Yeah, I think the uh, Miami Dolphins in this game as well. Anybody that's going to put Joe Flacco out there over Magic Mike deserves to get smoked because <laughs> it's, it's not like he's hurt. This is ridiculous. Like, what do you have to gain by playing Joe Flacco? This yeah, that's the, really like at least play it, Johnson. Like, yes, I don't play understand. somebody, develop somebody, see what you're going to do. This is the most Jets thing you're ever going to see. Unbelievable. This is as bad as, you know, a former head coach wanting to stare at feet all day for the Jets. Like, this is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So give me the Miami Dolphins. Did you Dolphins. hear that whole beef between Salah and Rex Ryan? I heard a little bit of it. I haven't heard all of it, but I'd like him to go on certain you know podcasts and uh, really air out that beef. That'd be great. Rex Ryan said some smack talk about Sala and how he's just going to be an okay coach and all this stuff, and uh, it got relayed back to Sala in a radio interview, and he goes, look, I've never met Rex. I've never had a conversation with him, but if he wants to find me, he knows where I am. So I was yeah. like, ooh, I, I, I like that far, answer. far away from that one. Yep, yeah. stay far, far away. Sala, that sounds a little bit like something um, your coach would say. Yeah, it's like, yeah. really like, you know what? You got a problem. Come talk to me. Otherwise, shut up. Like, right, go away. right. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll take Miami. But I think the under in this game, because I don't know if the Jets will score at all. <laughs> I really don't. That's I know I'm I'm, I'm kind of being facetious in this, but 
what's Joe Flacco going to do? Let's be real about it. I guess it's bad, and Miami's defense is getting better and better each game. So I'm taking Miami. I'm taking the under in this one. That's play to the over. They're actually best record. uh, That's because they give up a million points. Six and three, right. (laughs) Uh, But the Dolphins, uh, just uh, on the over-unders, they play towards the under four and six. Uh, you know, six and four and playing to the under. So they yeah. play to the under more often as well. That'll be interesting. As long as the Dolphins win, I really don't care what happens. Uh, if they lose this game, it'll just be typical Miami Dolphins. Uh, Indianapolis at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo coming off a big bounce back game. They're minus seven and a half over under a 50. It is such a great line to put that hook out there because I think Indianapolis is a great football team, Bogman, but dang, this is tough. Yeah, this is a tough game. I mean, just number one, don't put any money on this one is what yeah. I would say. Uh, Buffalo pretty good against the spread five, three and one Indy uh, against the spread six and four. So both these teams are good. So it's one of those things where you go, all right, well, they've been good, but they've also been good. Uh, look in a game like this, it's this close in a good matchup. I'm going to take the points. So I'm going to take Indianapolis in this game, even though they're on the road and I'm going to take the under as well. And just the overwhelming majority is on the under 250 is a lot of points. Um, I think if it hits the over, it's something like a Buffalo domination game in Indy playing from behind with Carson Wentz. But I'm going to take the Colts. I, I think the Colts could win this outright. I think Buffalo will win it. But I think this game just plays closer. I think this is, you know, a 27-21 type of a game, something like that, maybe even 24-23, somewhere in that neighborhood. So I think this is a good game. Uh, and because of that, I have to take the Colts, and I'll also take the under. I think it's a really good game. This is a playoff atmosphere type game. Give me the Colts to cover this one at plus seven and a half. I need to keep it close enough. I I do believe the Bills win this game, but I think they keep it close enough. And I'm taking the over. I think it's like a 31-27 type game or something where there will be some offense because the Colts the Colts can get passed on well. So I think Allen gets his, but I think the Colts keep it close also with Jonathan Taylor having another big boy game back there. So Colts over. Detroit at Cleveland, Cleveland minus 10 on this one. There's chance of rain in Cleveland, which is just even bad. It's like the tears of the Detroit Lions fans. Um, Cleveland minus 10. Cleveland is a double-digit favorite, Blogman, and the over-under is 43.5. I'm just still baffled that they're double-digit favorites right now. I mean, Cleveland is such a hard team to figure out, right, because they look like garbage and lose against Pittsburgh at home, right? And then they go in and escalate of sadness the Bengals, smack them down. And uh, Cleveland, Baker is beat up. Nick Chubb is not guaranteed to play in this game. Kareem Hunt won't play in this game. Jarvis Landry, I believe, is yet to practice so far this week. Um, But Detroit, Jared Goff got hurt. He's not guaranteed to play, so we might see Tim Boyle. But my question is, is Tim Boyle that much worse than what we've seen from Jared Goff this year? (laughs) I don't know that he is. So uh, once again, with that many points on the line, I'm just going to take the points, even though Detroit's on the road. Uh, you know, they almost beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh last week. So give me Detroit and I'll take the points. Um, ugh, 43 and a half slow, but I'm going to go under because I don't know who scores. This might be Case Keenum versus Tim Boyle. So well, me, the defense is fantastic right now, but I can't depend on either team scoring either. So give me Detroit, give me the under. Yeah, if you're putting actual real American or any type of dollars on this game, call 1-800-GAMBLERS-ANONYMOUS, please. That's all <laughs> I have to say, because do not bet on this game. Uh, I'm taking Detroit in the under as well. I think it's going to be a horrific football game, but we've, I've been riding Detroit most of the season. They're covering games. They're doing that much for us, but I don't know where the offense is coming from, like you said. So give me Detroit, give me the under. 
Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay minus two and a half over under 49. I love this game. But <laughs> yeah, give me Green Bay in the over here. I think they're the better team. I understand that uh, Aaron Jones is down, but AJ Dillon is a stud and everyone's about to find that out. So uh, for those of you that didn't know that AJ Dillon is a good running back, he is an absolute boss. So I'm excited to see him. Green Bay's defense playing really well, too. I think they're going to force Kirk Cousins into mistakes, which will either mean uh, defensive touchdowns or short fields for Aaron Rodgers. We know that Minnesota can throw the ball with Thielen and Jefferson and Conklin got an end zone twice last week, too. Um, yeah, I, I think that this game goes over quickly. So give me Green Bay in the over. Same page, Green Bay in the over. Like uh, I know the Green Bay's defense is playing better. I still think Minnesota's got so many weapons, and it's the divisional game, so they'll make it work. But I think we're going to see um, A.J. Dillon put in a little uh, Derrick Henry-type performance in this game. <laughs> I think it's going to be a, a beastly game from him. So give me Green Bay. Give me the over. Green Bay just continues to dominate the NFC. Washington at Carolina. Carolina minus 3.5, over under 43. And Cammy Cam gets to greet Ron Rivera coming back to Carolina. Who do you believe? As far as, uh, you know, the wins go from last week. Do you believe Washington beating Tampa Bay? All right, the defense is fixed. Now that Chase Young is out for the year and Montez Sweat is on IR with a fractured jaw, now this defense plays well, which makes no, no sense, sense at all, which is one of the most frustrating things about the NFL this season. Um, or do you believe Carolina, look, it, you know, Cam Newton's going to start this week. Most likely, I can't imagine they go with Walker again. But Cam Newton's going to start. He's got those guys uh, up and wanting to play for him. Um, I'm going to take the home team here. I'll take Carolina and lay the points. I don't like it, uh, but I will also definitely take the under. I think Ron's going to know how to scheme against Cam Newton. And let's not forget the last things that we saw from Cam Newton in New England, right? So I don't think that he's going to come in and throw for 400 yards and have some unbelievable offense explosion. I do like the Panthers because the team seems to be rejuvenated playing behind Cam Newton. So I like that, but I'll also take the under because neither one of these offenses is fantastic right now. I'm going to go with Carolina as well at home. Washington was off a bye week last week. I think it helped them out a lot. Should be an interesting game because both teams can make it ugly and screw it up pretty quickly. But I'll take Carolina in this one, but I will take the over on this game. I think having CMC back is going to be big, 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 big. Um, I love what he does in that backfield. So give me Carolina. Give me the over in this one because Heineke might uh, run wild as well. San Francisco at the Jacksonville Jaguars. San Francisco minus six over under 45. Everyone knows how I feel about fading the Jags. Yeah, um, I'm going to fade them too. I mean, we saw the Niners look like a damn Super Bowl team. Uh, now, let's not underestimate traveling all the way across country, right, and playing uh, in Jacksonville. That's a big factor. Uh, but I think that factor and the way that the Jags have kind of made teams slow down their pace a little bit. Uh, and we know the Niners like to run. I'm going to take the under. I just don't think that Jacksonville offensively can hang with what we saw from uh, San Francisco. Even if Eli Mitchell doesn't play, you know, they seem to mix and match uh, running backs does really matter in a Shanahan offense. So Kittle's back. Debo is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL right now. You can't say much about, Anything on Jacksonville outside of Josh Allen is one of the best defensive ends in the NFL, but you know, one player on defense. So give me the Niners, give me the under. Heck, they're running Debo out of the backfield last uh, on the Dude, other night. he would be the best running back on yep. that team. If they just so move him to RB, he would be the best running back. He is incredible. 
So they will they will make it happen. Give me the Niners as well, but give me and give me the under because I I think the Niners defense is getting healthier, looking better. I don't see how the Jags are going to score much in this one. It feels like a thirty-one to seven type football game, kind of like that Niners game in Philadelphia earlier this season. So give me the Niners, give me the under as another uh, one. When the better question be is when does Urban Meyer coach a home game from the swimming pool? <laughs> that seems like something in his wheelhouse. Oh, absolutely, really for sure. So, I uh, mean, that'd yeah. Be fun. Uh, well, when does he start making uh, AEW people his assistant coaches is what I want to know. Dude, I'd be all for seeing like Hangman Adam Page doing some cowboy stuff on the side. <laughs> oh, man, I'd be over the moon on that one. That'd be some good stuff. Um, yeah, his best acting this year wasn't an actual AEW pay-per-view, so that's true. Um, Cincinnati at the Las Vegas Raiders. Cincinnati minus one over under 49 and a half. And uh, we were all on the Raiders last week, Bogman, and he made a, they made us all look very foolish. Yeah, and uh, look, they might have got blueprinted a little bit. I think the the magic bubble of uh, we're going to rally and play for John and and Henry and all that nonsense, I think that's done with. Chiefs smoked them. Uh, Give me the Bengals coming off a bye, two weeks of prep for this, and also the over because neither one of these teams play great defense. Give me the Bengals and the over. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals as well. I think they have another big explosive passing game this week. We'll talk about that more on Friday's show. And give me the over because I think both sides will score some points in this game. But I love the bang. One of my probably one of my more favorite bets this week, which is terrifying. I think the Bengals could be a favorite bet this week, but I love the Bengals this week. Arizona at Seattle. Uh, maybe another week for Russell to get healthy. We still don't know if we get Kyler Murray or Hopkins back. Arizona's still though, minus two and a half over under 49. Yeah, you know, it was nice when uh Colt McCoy looked great the other day against the Niners uh in San Francisco, which can tell you just what a week has done. Uh, in the NFL this year. Colt McCoy goes into San Francisco and smokes them. Then LA comes in and San Francisco smokes LA. So, you know, it, it's confusing. But this is also what you get with division rivalries. And this is go. a huge di- division rivalry game. And Russell Wilson was clearly just a week early. First time he ever got shut out against Green Bay, who's playing great defense on the road, in the bad weather, all that good stuff. They're at home this time. You're either getting a banged up Colt McCoy, a banged up Kyler Murray, or uh, Chrysler, whoever their stupid third guy is. So um, I'm going to take Russell Wilson to win at home. I'm also going to take the under because I don't trust whatever's going on with both these offenses right now. Russell just got shut out for the first time. You you have a quarterback that isn't 100% playing, uh, that isn't 100% healthy for the Arizona Cardinals as well. You're also down a running back. James Conner at any point could get hurt. We don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is going to play. The, this looks like an over game because both these defenses can give up points, specifically Seattle, but because the offenses are not clicking on all cylinders, I'm going to take uh, Seattle at home and give me the under. Yeah, if I knew Kyler was playing, I'd take Arizona in the over, but we don't. So I'm taking Seattle in the under as well. I think Russ gets that W, but I don't know where the offense is coming from because if it's not Kyler, it's going to be a disaster. Sure, Connor can run, but he's got to run a lot and run quick because that clock's me ticking. So Give me Seattle. Give me the under also. Dallas at Kansas City, our game of the week. Chiefs minus two and a half at home with an over under of 56. Look, I, I think the big thing here is I'm going to take the over. Uh, we just saw Kansas City's offense click on all cylinders. It's not guaranteed that they're going to keep that going, but if they want to even stay in the same room as Dallas, they're going to have to keep it going. So uh, I think they do. I think this is going to be obviously the best game to watch this weekend. So give me Kansas City at home 
giving the over. I want to see the fireworks. Both these defenses, you know, Dallas has been playing a lot better defense this year than they played last year, but they're still, I don't know if they're upper echelon, uh, you know, and Kansas City isn't. They played a good game last week. I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. They still have deficiencies in the secondary, and they're rotating their linebackers strangely as well. Getting a little more push up front, but that ain't going to work against Dak. So I think I'm actually more on the over here, which is crazy because it's 56 in the highest of the week than I am on Kansas City, but this game's going to be fun regardless. Yeah, I'll take Chiefs in the over as well. You're going to have Jim Nance and Tony Romo telling you everything you need to know about every play before it happens. <laughs> it's going to be amazing, but I, I'm i really wanting to believe the Chiefs figured it out last week. Um, you can exploit the Cowboys. Yes, we've seen their defense be good from time to time, but we saw we saw the big pieces get theirs in Kelsey and Hill, and if they can keep doing that, they're going to score against anybody. So I love the Chiefs in this one, but I think Dallas, like you said, gets theirs as well. It's going to be Chiefs. Give me the over. Give us some fun. I wish this was flexed into like Sunday night because Sunday night game, Pittsburgh at the Chargers. Boo. Chargers minus five and a half over under 47. Uh, all right. I hate this game. Don't watch it or bet it is what I would say. It's going to be awful. Um, uh, I want to take the Chargers real bad. Uh, Justin Herbert has not been playing his best football, though. Uh, the defense is okay in L.A., but it's not great. And for whatever reason, the Steelers just seem to have the Chargers number almost every single year. So I don't know what it is, but, you know, they went into San Diego. Uh, I believe it was San Diego still at that point. No, no, you know what? It was L.A. because Anthony Landon, they were playing that weird soccer stadium. It would, they went in with Duck Hodges and beat this team. So even if it's Mason Rudolph, for whatever reason, they seem to pace with the Chargers every single year. So give me Pittsburgh. I'll take the under, though. Um, no T.J. Watt in this game which definitely hurts Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, almost for sure, no TJ Watt. They said week to week. I highly doubt he plays. But Highsmith has been looking good. The linebackers looked a little bit better. Um, they did get to play Jared Goff last week. But um, there's going to be a ball control game, too, for Pittsburgh because you don't want uh, Herbert and that offense on the field. And they're going up against the worst run defense in the NFL in the Chargers. So there's going to be a lot of Najee Harris runs. I think you could see stupid Benny Snell and Kalen Balazs get involved as well, specifically if it is Mason Rudolph. So give me the Steelers and give me the under. So do we – is it pretty much for sure Ben won't play, or what are we thinking on that again? No, no, Ben is a, ben is a game-time decision. So, But I think – I think they'll give him another week, and I think they'll let Mason play again. So that that's my gut feeling. Um, but, you know, Tomlin has said uh, that if Ben is in there, if, if he's available to play, he's our starter. So Ben can't play, but, I mean, you know, I, he's better than Mason Rudolph, but oh, yeah. not by a lot, not, not by a long stretch, I don't think. And I don't like Mason Rudolph. So Ben has been tough to watch this year. Yes, yes, he has. Man, this is a bad game and a great <laughs> line. Um whew. I'm going to take the Chargers in the over. Give me the Chargers in the over. It's a bad football game. Like, I don't, I like nothing about this at all. But give me the Chargers and give me the over in this game and pray it's entertaining. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> Giants at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus 10.5, over under 49.5, Monday night football. Yeah, this is a hard game to pick, Bub, because it's like, all right, are, are you wanting to take the pissed off Tampa Bay team and just know they're going to smash the Giants? Or. Are you saying, look, Tampa Bay is going to want to establish the run against this team because they passed too much last week. They also only had the ball for 20 minutes last week. So yeah. it's a very weird game against Washington. So 
Um, they're going to want to establish Leonard Fournette. The Giants are going to want to establish Saquon Barkley. I think it goes that way, but I think this is the week where the Giants make the mistakes even coming off the bye. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay and lay the points. Don't love it, uh, but I do actually like the under more because I think both these teams are going to be giving the ball to their running backs a decent amount in this game. Yeah, give me the chalk on this one. I'll take Tampa Bay and the over. I think it's Monday night football. We'll get some offense on both sides. Saquon will have a big play. Danny Dimes will do something here and there. But in the end, Tampa Bay puts up 30-plus points with ease, I think. We see them get back on track either through Lenny or through the passing game. Uh, you know, Godwin and Evans and company. So give me Tampa Bay. Give me the over. Um, uh, Tom Brady doesn't usually have too many eggs lined up in a row. Let's put it that way. So I'll take Tom uh, Tom Brady, Brady and company and the over. So another uh, interesting week of football, Blogman, to say the least. Interesting yeah. slate of football. Um, hopefully it's it's as it's better than the last two weeks, maybe. Yeah, I think it'll be better than last week's for sure. I th- I think the betters will be happier this week than they were last week. That's for for damn sure. Yeah, let's hope so because the lights are already paid for for the next couple of years in Vegas after last week. <laughs> so let's have some fun and keep people coming back for more. But if you want more, continue to watch the Pre-Snap Podcast on the Lion Star YouTube channel or subscribe at your listening pleasures and give a rate and review on iTunes. That'd be cool, too, because we got your uh, Thursday night showdown podcast coming up. We'll have your um, weekly DFS preview coming up as well. So just stay tuned. We'll have all the good stuff and things for you over at Lion Star. Check them out on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star NFL. Get Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt Pediatric. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your family.